Welcome to the Missouri Wind and Solar Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Shank, coming to you from our store in Seymour, Missouri. Each week with my co-host and Missouri Wind's General Manager, David McDerris, we discuss the latest on renewable energy. Check out our additional educational information on our website at mwands.com. Thank you for downloading this podcast, and please subscribe. We've got a really interesting podcast today. Not that all the other ones we've done are not interesting. Well, but yes, we're always interesting. <laughs> always interesting. I guess maybe I should have said we've got a very technical, but a very interesting technical for anybody that's doing a lot of the alternative energy stuff. So what we wanted to do today is we've got, we we pulled just one of our solar panels off the shelf and we flipped it over. Any solar panel that you buy should have a label on the back of it. Correct. And we're going to walk through and I'm going to quiz David on what all of these, what are we? Terminologies. Terminologies. Terminologies and settings and what that means. So we're going to just walk through this. This will probably be a pretty short podcast today, but it's going to be very, I think, very informative and technical. So let's let's just start off. So we, I went and grabbed a 30-watt panel and... The first thing that's listed on this label here is peak wattage is, guess what? I can even do this one. 30 watts. 30 watts. (laughs) (laughs) And we're going to look at some, how they calculate that in just a second. The next thing on there is the, and I'm, and I'm reading. So the short circuit current and on this particular panel, it's showing what? 1.89 amps. Yes. Which is short circuit current or amps is the ISC. Okay. What does that mean to me if I'm if I'm buying this panel? So ISC is going to be if if you were to buy this panel, that is measured with no load. The amperage with no load. So nothing being drawn from it, nothing pulling from it. That's the amperage that it produces. Okay. At- so coming back to, to simple me, if if we just laid this out on the ground and stuck a multimeter into my outputs, my, my two leads. That's what we should. It is kind of, but it's hard to measure the, the ISC because it is amperage and amperage okay. needs resistance. So what basically what the ISC is, is made for is well, hold on. the multimeter wouldn't give it any resistance. No, no. It's very, very hard to, to check amperage on a panel that's not under load. Okay. So, but what, it, what it is designed for and what, what you should know that it is, is saying that at what point that that panel, most panels are now designed where if you connect the positive to the negative on it for some odd reason, get reversed, <laughs> that it won't to... that it won't burn the <laughs> the the module out is what it's is really made to do. I know so what it's connected yeah, to. <laughs> so that, yeah, that's so that's the ISC. That's sparky. that's yeah. That's that's what you're kind of looking for on the ISC. But it's also telling you that the maximum. If you just did that, if you was to connect the positive and the negative together. That's the maximum amperage that could be running through those wires. Okay, is the one point eight nine because there's no load; it's just a direct connect together. And but two amps would still wake you up, wouldn't it? Yeah, <laughs> at, at, at eighteen volts, I mean, it's going to be yeah, it's going to give you a little tickle. <laughs> okay, so the next item that we've got on the, on the label, on this particular label, is open circuit voltage. Yes, the VOC. The VOC. Now that is right. If that you, is exactly. Matter of fact, I think Wes did a video just the other day on this, and it was showing the different voltage outputs on some of the deals, on some of the panels. So the VOC is there again, no load. 
you've you've taken your multimeter, you went into the positive, you went into the negative of the of the solar panel leads, and it should tell you the maximum voltage that that panel can produce. You know, it, so the maximum that panel should be able to produce is twenty one point nine six. That's everything. Yeah, you know, so and and here's the interesting thing that that I think a lot of people, unless you are are in this industry or in you know electrical industry anything like that is that a 12 volt panel it produces a lot more yeah. than 12 volts Has and to. it's in it, it when it's not under load right? right right and so this thing if we laid this out we'd probably get what 20 what would you what would you expect to see on it 20 volts yeah yeah you're gonna you're gonna be that you're gonna be around 20 i mean really actually you're probably gonna be up Days like today where it's kind of cool outside, if it's not really hot, you know, if you get that good 60-degree day outside where the panel's cool, you're going to see 20, I mean, probably up to, to 21 volts. I mean, you're going to see quite a, quite a few volts and, off that. And thing. that works its way through, too, right? So if you have a if you have a 24-volt panel, which is pretty much right. the, the norm the now. Norm in the norm on the bigger the, panels, on the bigger, yeah. When you get into the 300 watts, right? Right. So you would expect to see coming out of that. Around 40. Well, around 40, yeah. right. And so don't think that when you've got a 12-volt panel, you stick your multimeter in there, it, re- it registers 20 volts. It, oh, man, something's wrong with this panel. It's supposed to be 12 volts. But like we're saying, you've right. got to have more voltage to overcome. Right. Yeah, just because remember, a full battery, it's set, a 12-volt battery is setting in rest. A full battery is going to register 12.6 to 12.8 volts. You know, so you that's a full battery. So to have charging voltage over that, I've got to have a panel that can produce over that, you right. know, or I can, you know, there again, I can't fill up the bucket. If I'm, if I've got yeah, two even buckets, this, I, I always use, you know, I can't analogy fill that the, you've yeah. taught me is the yeah. two barrels. Yeah. I can't fill one barrel with the other barrel if they're both even. So, and that's interesting that they don't, they don't list that. Yeah. It's, that's kind of one of those deals. Cause uh, you would think, you would think that if you're, if you bought this and opened the box and laid it out, I mean, I'd want to test it right real quick and be like, what is my, what if they, if they say my, my VOC should be, you know, 21, 22. Right. And I lay it out there, test it, and it's, you know, 12. Then it's bad. Yeah, I yeah, wouldn't want to put yeah, it up there. Yeah, you've got a bad panel. <laughs> so, so they really should put on there, on the panel. Okay, what else about that? We kind of. That, that's that, kind of that's it kind on of the it open on circuit that. voltage and, the, and then on the uh, open circuit amperage. So then on this panel, we've got two, the ones, let's just do these two to get two together. So we've got our, our optimum operating current and that is, is what IMP. IMP and VMP. And VMP. So we've got the VMP is the optimum power voltage, right? Correct. And so you've got two numbers there, which and go ahead on this one. You got. Yeah. So you've got on the VMP, you've got 18 volt. And then on the IMP, you have 1.67. If you can, if you'll do the math on that, remember voltage times amperage equals wattage. Every day, you're going to come up with thirty point zero six, which so, is the which is the panel we brought in here right. because it's so light and easy right. to carry in here. So there's the, <laughs> there's the thirty watts. That's that's, but there again, it said a word in there that everybody needs to remember as you're doing optimum. Right. Okay. So if you're below any optimum conditions. You're not going to receive right. 30 watts. And the David was talking about a video when Will uh, 
have that up in a few days yeah. where we, we shaded. What we did is we took some panels out and we shaded them. Yeah. And that just makes a, a huge difference in. Vastly. <laughs> Vast differences on on certain panels. And as you'll see in the video on other panels, it doesn't make quite as big yeah. as. Depends on your panels, deal. quality yeah. of your so, panels. Right. Well, so let me, let me back up. If we're operating at our, our optimums, how, how is it possible for that panel then to create more than 300 or 30 Watts in this case? Not very often. You can there again, if it gets really cold, right. Your voltage can spike, but we're talking about. So like very first thing in the morning when the sun, just peaks over the horizon and say it's 18 degrees outside, you'll get a voltage spike, but immediately the panel will start heating up and bring it back down. But that's where everything has to, you know, very, 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 but it would never go over the 21.96. It would never be able to go over that. That's, that's just the maximum it could ever do is, but it could, but it could do the 1.67 amps at 21.96. And if you do that math, you're going to be up around 35. Okay. You know, but that's but but the only thing that really comes into play there is temperature. Temperature. That's right. the only. Thing. And you'd have to be. We're we're talking. Oh, North yeah, Pole. Yeah, yeah. everything's got to be. Right? I, mean, I mean, it, mean, yeah. You know, it's it's just so. And in the sun, that and even at that, it could be zero deflection on the panel. So if your panel's not orientated, I mean, directly into the sun. I mean, you know, literally on a vertical at that time, not even on a. I mean, the vertical would almost have to be straight up and down at that time as as the sun's rising. It's just almost impossible that you'll ever see that. So, what would you guess is the is the true percentage that you would see coming out of if it's rated at thirty watts? If it's rated at thirty watts, you're going to see a lot of times. You're going to see around twenty six, okay, twenty four, twenty six, and that's what you're going to see. Understand when we when we actually are designing systems, you know, there's always going to be a slight bit of, and it has to be because every from here to Springfield, Missouri is going to be different by just a little bit on as far as the latitude. Right. So what will happen is we're going to say there's a solar average. And so there again, the average place, we say 4.6 or 4.5 average solar hours at, at peak Watts. So, and so what we do is so unless we, you're using something like a tracker or something right, like right that. Now. And that, yeah. And what we, all we're saying is the 4.6. We're not saying the sunshine doesn't shine on the panels for nine hours during the day because it does. But for the first three hours, there's major deflection. The last three hours, there's major deflection. And there's really only three hours that you're getting, you know, not peak performance, but as but good as you're going to get, right, right? Full on. So by the time you add all those together, you come up with about 4.5 hours of peak performance. So we're basing that 4.5 hours times 30. So that's where we would come up and say, well, that panel is going to produce, you know, upwards of 150 watts, you know, 140 watts is what we're going to say on that panel per day in clear, sunny conditions, you know okay. what I mean? Optimum conditions again. So, so when we design a system there again, remember if you're on a fixed location, you are only going to see, and that is only if the day right. is you're going to see two days of the year that are in peak that are going to be set on the uh, exactly right. And then the temperature has got to be exactly right on that day. And there can't be any clouds on that day. I mean, so, you know what I mean? It's it really, I mean, so expecting 300 Watts from the panel every day is, is this or 30 Watts on this screen is, yeah. is unfeasible. Un unless you've got something like 
the solar tracker. Right. Or you're you're going out there every yeah. other day yeah. and and even tweaking at, it. Yeah, even at that, you're still probably not going to get the 30 out of it, but you can get that 25 right. to, to 27 range a lot longer during the day. So I can increase my efficiency of the panel because I can increase my time that is actually being directly in the sunlight. So Okay. All right, so we've read through the back. Is there anything else on the back of this that you would? No, there's really not anything else on the back of the panels. That the only other thing on the back of a panel, it's going to give you, it's going to give you an actual. It's actually going to give you typically the class panel that is on these little panels. A lot of times it won't, but on the bigger panels, it'll give you like class A, class C, and that all that's is basically it, there's there's two classes. There's a fire class rating, which is like be a class C. And then there's an actual, like a grade of a panel, which would be class A, class C, class B. So everything we sell is is what we would consider like grade A, top of the line, and then the highest class for, for fire, you know. And certain entities we're going to need to know what what classification they're and what, what class they are for fire. Okay. Basically. So And that, that that's, not, that's not on all. Most of the big panels are going to have that for you, though. Smaller panels, not so much. So. All right, so there you go. So now you can you can go come into Missouri Wind and Solar, grab one of our panels, look at the back, and be able to do all the math right that right. you need to do. Yes. Okay. And so and since we're on this topic a little bit, okay, and, and we've talked about this in in, in past very far in the past. <laughs> so if I wanted to mix panels, right? So that's something we get a lot. I've I've got a panel already, and I want to add this other panel to it. And let's say you call me up and you've got, and really this is the IMP and the VMP is really where we're going here. Okay. Okay. So let's just say that Wes called me up here and he said, I've got one 30 watt panel and I want to get another one. And I asked him, what is your IMP? And he told me it was 1.8 on his panel. Okay. So knowing that I would know that he's got to be on his, on his VMP, he must be at 16.7 and that would then make up to the 30 watts but here's the issue it's going to go to the lowest common denominator on both so it's going to go to 1.67 on the imp and it's going to go to 16.7 on the vmp and now then take that times each and you're going to find out you're going to be way down the scale down around 24 20 and that's the maximum you'll ever get out of those panels by if mixing. It was panels. a perfect, perfect day. And it's perfect. Kind of, you've really hurt yourself by mixing those panels. You want to get as close to that IMP and that VMP as you can. And I think we talked when panels. we talked about that before. We we just talked about you know obviously we're in the business of of selling wind and solar, but you'd more than likely be better off. Yeah, there's certain cases that, you, that just, other panel. you do not, you just don't use it. You know, the the one place you really never use it is if you have, say, a couple 300 watt panels, and then you got a couple 100 watt panels that you want. Well, I'm just going to tie those two together and send it. Yeah, you doesn't just work. Totally crooked. Yeah, your it just it just totally crapped out the whole system. So it just doesn't work. So there's times that it's just it's more feasible just to leave that out. Or or you could put it on its own. Or on its own, yeah. On I mean, its own. Let, let it stand by itself. But you know, mixing panels uh, not typically the best. You're, you're not going to get. You're not. You're just not going to get the optimal performance out of them ever. I mean, so, so okay. That's something that to really to really look into. We have that. You know, we have that quite often. You know, especially pond aeration. You know, somebody already have one panel and they'll choose. Then they'll buy a pond aeration kit, 
well, I've already got one panel and I know I need two. And there, there in itself, we run into trouble a little bit. So, okay. I think I said this was probably going to be a short, but very technical. And I didn't lie. There you go. <laughs> so if you, now you can go out and check your panels and see what they look like and make, make good buying decisions based on that. Right. Okay. Well, thanks again. We appreciate you checking us out and be on the lookout for more podcasts. Also check out our, our YouTube videos. Like I said, we're going to do one on shading here, try to get up in the next week or so. So you can, you can see it in action. So thanks again. Thank you for downloading and listening to the podcast today. If you have a question that you'd like to hear us discuss on the podcast, email us at radio at mwands.com. You can follow us on our website, mwands.com, or subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher. Check out our store at mwands.com and buy some stuff. Buying stuff allows us to continue to produce our educational broadcasts, like our podcasts and YouTube videos. And most importantly, it keeps Lucy's Doggy Chicken Treats coming. Thanks again.